You're listening to Episode 8 of Life on Purpose, a podcast by Apothecala. Today, we're talking about business with Arian. Arian felt like a longtime friend from the moment we met. He is an amazing dad, a genuine friend, and a passionate business owner. Thank you so much for joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I want to hear about your bliss and what you do for a living. Okay, hi, yeah. Um, how you doing? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, uh, I guess I could tell you a little bit about myself. Not, like I said, it's not the most exciting things. Uh, grew up in Alaska. Um, what I do now is I actually personal train. So I'll, I'll reverse engineer this right now. I'm personal training. I like to call, uh, I would, I would like a better health coach. I think that just sounds better. Cause yeah. when people say, Oh, I'm personal trainer, you think, okay, you're the guy that, that, that dropped out and took something online and I'm going <laughs> to get my knee hurt, you know? <laughs> right. Like so, but to kind of just reverse this, uh, I started, uh, I guess my fitness journey is what I would call it when I was a teenager. I was actually, you know, preteen. And of course I'm tall and to, to some people's people standards, not to basketball standards, but so I was kind of pushed <laughs> into basketball and I fell in love with it. I mean, it was something I would do four to six hours a day, you know, just playing basketball. Um, and it kind of just escalated and I, and I played for, uh, grade school, middle school, and then I played for the high school team. And, uh, yeah, it didn't go anywhere, though. I didn't get any scholarships or anything. So <laughs> <laughs> I was actually an extremely goofy kid. So uh, the coordination wasn't there, unfortunately. I think we were all goofy kids. Um, right. Yeah, most kids are goofy. You just, you're just <laughs> not coordinated. But it's okay. I ended up hurting my, uh, uh, my leg. I ended up breaking my tibia while fracturing it and kind of just stopped playing after that and then I still play now but kind of rejogged my uh interest in fitness while I was in the navy um because you know basic training they they put you through exercise uh you know body weight exercise stuff like that um just to get you a little you know general preparedness um and from there as soon as I got on the boat I deployed instantly and there's a lot of meatheads in the military and that's, that's what we did after work. We just go down, you know, kind of like indoctrination, like, yeah, Hey, I'm a bro. And then I'm going to indoctrinate you into this, this bro, <laughs> bro <laughs> club of listening. So, um, and just more in the last, you know, I would say three or four years, um, I got more interested in, okay, I like this, but let me actually learn what I'm doing yeah. just with my own body. And then when I actually kind of, you know, I got an education out here in uh, Southern California. It was a six-month program. Um, it was in biomechanics, kinesiology, anatomy, physiology, all that good stuff. Uh, and then the application of it. Um, and then ever since I've been training a lot more confidently. And it's, I don't, you know, I don't train because, oh, it's some lifelong dream I had or something. It's more like I just kind of stumbled into it. Um, and, and, and took a keen interest to it and especially the, the science behind it and just having the feeling of health and wellness now and knowing how it feels to walk around in a fog, uh, because you're unhealthy, you're not sleeping well, your hormones are jacked up, you're eating garbage. Right. And then now I feel good and my health is improving. 
um, I kind of, I feel like that's a good thing to share and that's a responsibility. If, if I'm going to make it a career to actually help people's, uh, lives be enhanced through fitness, not, not living for the gym, but using the gym to live a little better. Yeah. I love that. But you didn't tell us about your bliss. Oh, my bliss. So, so what I like to do, um, uh, I, <laughs> I enjoy several things. Yeah. Uh, I like science fiction. That's one of the things I like to do in my off time. Uh, I actually do enjoy playing, playing video games. And, but the biggest thing, I guess, where I find my bliss would be is anytime I go back to my um, parents' farm and I just sit there and, and on the lake fishing yeah, and, and farming. That's, that's actually one of the things I, that's something I, I definitely see myself doing in like more of a retirement age is just just farming because yeah. I really enjoy that being with animals and producing and yeah and that stuff so. can definitely be blissful we did that as well um so awesome tell me a little bit more because you gave us some detail about why you're so passionate about being a personal trainer or as you like to say a health coach and it's just I'm just going to go right back I mean <laughs> I'll give you a couple more details but it goes right back to when you when you have felt like, I mean, excuse my language, shit your whole life. Like I had a lot of, like I had seizures growing up. I had um, a lot of migraines my whole life. I mean, multiple times a week and I always would throw up. So I, then I had digestion problems and uh, you know, ulcers, things like that. And it was just because the education's not there. Like parents don't know, Hey, yeah. You know, this food, this food is actually bad. This food is actually good. And I'm not going to go into detail on that right now, but so it's just a miseducation thing. And I guess that's why I'm passionate is because now I have, you know, not all of the knowledge, there's always room for improvement, but I have enough knowledge to help myself and I've helped others. And uh, that's, that's what makes me passionate about it. Yeah. Is just the fact that, Hey, I, it's not a secret, but I can give you education to then you can apply it to your life and I can you know kind of teach you how to apply it so to me that's great when someone goes oh my god I've had back pain like low back pain my whole life and you know eight weeks later they say I haven't had it for two weeks that's awesome just just doing simple things so that's what that's what makes me want to do this that's awesome I love it um, so we both have a passion for anatomy and understanding how the human body works yes Tell me how it feels. You just did a little bit, but tell me more about how it feels to know you are serving others and helping them heal through your sessions. Um, well, how it feels, I mean, it feels good. It feels good. It definitely, uh, I mean, it definitely boosts my ego, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> you know, we need somewhat of an ego to, to be happy, I think, but um, a little bit of selfishness. So, then it's it and it almost is like that. Like you're, it's almost like you're trying to teach somebody, hey, to be selfish in a way because you're like, hey, you need to put yourself first, yeah. your health first, take care of yourself. Then the other things in your life can be done. They can be dealt with. You know, they don't have to be um, waking up tired, waking up yawning already. Mm-hmm. You know, ready to just go back to the bed. That's not how your life has to be. And that in 
I mean, I, I'll reiterate it. I really know how it feels to not to not feel feel well and not sleep well. And yeah. um, I was actually even diagnosed with um, bipolar two disorder. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> I was on some med- you know they put me on some medications and things like this. And in reality, it was just a diet thing. It was just right. a stress thing, a sleep thing. So. Being able to pass on those, I guess, preventative medicines to people and break it down in a way like um, they can understand and that actually makes sense and has, you know, some science behind it and stuff. Because, I mean, to go off track for a second, it's it's super annoying to to look at the fitness space. And I used to look at it before I really knew what I was doing. And you have all these things on the, the fitness space and all they're trying to do is sell you... Um, something that's probably going to be detrimental to your your mental health yeah right because you have people who are usually chemically enhanced on you know selling these programs or whatever and people are getting hurt doing them and then they want to turn away from you know staying in shape and stuff because they think oh i got to be in the gym two hours and i got to do biceps for you know 10 sets a day and (laughs) all this, the stuff you don't need to do. Yeah. Uh, Not realizing you can just move like a human moves and feel good and be strong. And just, just learning that in a, I guess a functional way. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. Um, And I totally agree. Um, I also was diagnosed in high school with, um, I don't know if I've told you this, but I had stomach issues for probably six months and the doctor finally told my mom, he was like, Hey, you know, we can't find anything wrong with her. She's just making it up. She's depressed. She doesn't want to go to school. And so they immediately started me on antidepressants and I didn't know that I shouldn't take them or that I didn't need them. And I kept taking them for many years. And when I finally came off of them, that was kind of my, um, I don't want to call it a come to Jesus moment, but that it really changed my life to come off of them and to figure out who I was as a person without external um, influences. And, you know, just to listen to your body. And like you said, just to move like a human moves is a big deal to someone who's been in pain for many years. Um, So I really like that. Um, when did you decide to work on your dream job instead of the normal nine to five going in, punching a time clock type thing? I mean, I've, I've, my, my dad's influence ran, I mean, I guess rubbed off on me. Um, because he was always the type of guy that was like, I like didn't take any shit from anybody. He did construction, he did drywall. So he started out hanging drywall. It's a very physically break your back job. And, but he started doing that. And then instantly about a year into his, uh, apprenticeship in Arkansas, he saw, I wouldn't say instantly, but he saw an opportunity in Alaska. Mm-hmm. So he moved from little rock, Arkansas, went up to Alaska and opened his own business was successful. And he always told me from the, from day one work for yourself. So it's always been instilled in me that you should work for yourself. But of course, I didn't always do that, right? You know, you're told, I was told, have a skill and be able to work for yourself. That way, uh, you're the one that you have to depend on. You know, you don't have to depend on this company giving you a check. You don't have to, it's what you put into it, right? Yeah. 
Um, but of course I didn't do that from the beginning. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, it's probably the third deployment in my Navy career where I said, which I only had four years in that career. And I, I made the decision there. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to work for myself very soon, you know, and it didn't happen until more, more recently in the last, last couple of years, but yeah. But you um, made an effort and you realized that that was the direction that you wanted your life to go. And you were kind of living by your own blueprint instead of doing what you felt, you know, was required of you. Yeah. I'm, I'm big on that. Uh, a mindset, a very un-American mindset sometimes. And, uh, <laughs> you should think for yourself. Yeah. You know, there's, I mean, just look at the time where, I mean, to go on a tangent, but we have a time where, minimum wage is very low. It's been stagnant. I mean, wages have been stagnant since the eighties, but things mm -hmm. cost a tremendous more, yeah, tremendously more. And so it's either you're working two jobs and you're doing some sort of side gig, um, maybe picking up things on Craigslist, whatever you can do to make it, or you can go out into the newer spaces and try to to fend for yourself. And, and, you know, now it's kind of more dependent on you. I mean, we live in an age where you can reach millions and millions and millions of people, uh, just by a click of a button. If you, if you're able to, to get that process down. So yeah. I, I guess I would rather choose to just be dependent on myself and not dependent on, you know, working at a Walmart or yeah something like that. I just don't, I don't see a lot of choices, even with the education or yeah. whatever. Oh, no. it, just, it seems like there's, it's kind of slim pickings at, to some yeah. degree. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. Um, I know that one of the perks of your job is having extra time to spend with your awesome son. How does it feel to be able to be so present in his life? How has this changed your life? It's, it's amazing. Um, actually my son and I, well, his mother and I, we live in separate states, so it's already kind of a hassle. And especially, you know, the last job I had, he stayed with me for a year. And the last time I had him, that was 2016. I had him for the full year and I was working at a mine mm. uh, in Alaska. It was a huge gold mine and I was driving a truck and I was sitting there 15 to 17 hours per shift. And it's like, you know, you have your, your child at home, who's watching your kid? It's the daycare. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's or it's the babysitter, which is, you know, it's fine. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, but now I'm able to be more present and I want that to continue and to get it, you know, even, even advance that even further. So I want to raise my own kid, I guess. And this, and it helps when you can work, you know, from home or you have your own business where you're kid can be with you um or even just with you more often because now now you have control over okay what is what is my kid seeing what is he hearing what is he being exposed to educationally am i educating my kid properly you know all these things yeah so now it all it all comes in perspective because you're there every single day and right it, it gives me a much more appreciation for my my son too because i get to know him yeah it's not just oh hi here's food good night it's and then wake up, let's go, I got to go to work. It's, you know, we wake up together, we hang out together for a while, then, you know, I do work here and there, and in between I can play or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's great. <laughs> yeah, 
you're able to be present and so many kids miss out on that. I mean, both of my parents worked my whole life. Like they, they've always had at least one job, if not two jobs. And when I was a kid, sometimes I remember thinking, I wish they would just play with me. But as an adult, I look back and I'm like, after work, like if Slater's around, he's lucky if I want to play video games with him because I'm just drained, you know? So you have that ability. I love on your Instagram when you share photos of you and your son doing exercises and stretches, how you're making him more aware of the choices that he makes um, and how he can, you know, I'll talk specifically about the one post that you shared where he plays a lot of video games and he sits a lot. So you're being proactive and doing stretches and like exercises that can kind of balance that out for him. And you may not realize it, but I'm sure that for him, that's going to instill that education nugget in his mind for the rest of his life that, hey, it's okay to sit and play video games as long as I'm moving my body and stretching it and doing what's good for it. And I just love it. I think it's awesome and very inspiring. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I miss, I feel like I miss out. We all like, I feel like we all miss out on, you know, Hey, if you do this now, you won't have this problem later, you know? Yeah. Like it's like in that post, my, my son loves video games. I mean, that's, really typical kid now is it's mm-hmm. a huge thing. YouTube's a huge thing. They like to even sit and watch other kids play video games, which is cool. It's, it's really cool. It's uh, a lot of those kids that, you know, our parents used to say, Oh, you play video games. You're going to mess your life up or whatever. Now they're like, yeah, yeah I play video games. Cause you're going to you know, be a professional. Yeah. So it's just modern day. That's what we do. We sit and we're not really meant to sit the way we're sitting and other factors. So it's good to, to get up and move your body each day the way that, like we said earlier, humans move their bodies. So, you know, specific, because although we are human and we do have all these awesome gadgets and stuff, which is amazing, you know, I love air conditioning, all that stuff. That's great. (laughs) Um, We still need some of those, you know, more primal activities, you know, keep ourselves balanced. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's great that you're sharing that with your son and you're able to. So can you give our listeners who may want to become a personal trainer or even an entrepreneur one piece of advice you wish you had been given in the beginning? Don't, <laughs> don't be afraid because that's the biggest thing is, and I still deal with it to this day. You know, I'm not where I want to be. There's, there's always, you know, you got to always have a goal, make mm-hmm. it a reasonable goal. Don't shoot, you know, shoot for the moon, but aim for a star, whatever it is. Whatever yeah. it is. You know, that doesn't make sense because a lot of stars are further than the moon, but yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the message would be aim, aim small, make it tangible. And if you want to be a personal trainer, don't be afraid. You want to be an entrepreneur, don't be afraid. Of course, don't quit your day job now if you don't have the funds to live, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of grind too. It's not like a day job. It's not, Hey, I went to work nine to five and now I'm done. It's for me, it's, you know, from when I wake up pretty much till the time I cut, you know, screens off, I am yeah somewhat working to a degree because now you're trying to promote yourself 
And a lot of this for me, I'm, I'm just now doing a lot of the social media groundwork and stuff. And I'm saying, Oh my God, you know, there's a lot of hours put mm-hmm. into this, this kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess that, that's the biggest tip I could say. Just don't be afraid because that's the easiest way to, to fail is just not to try. Yeah. I, I really love that. I like to tell people to begin with the end in mind. Um, but don't feel like you have to know the path because usually if you can see right. the path, it's not your path. I mean, life's never that easy. So just know where you want to end up and face each new thing fearlessly. If you are a little bit afraid, that's okay. Just do it anyways. Um, yes. Yeah. So yeah, and if I might add, um, yeah. if you're going to be a personal trainer, go get some sort of education, not just a certification online which is fine. I mean, that, that's a step up from nothing, but right. go, go get some sort of formal education or educate yourself on the topic, whatever you got to do, just so you don't hurt anybody. Right. Because once you start hurting people, then yeah. you're probably not going to make it very far because yeah. those people, those first people you meet with as a personal trainer, that's basically how you grow your base through yeah. those referrals. Word of mouth is worth more than any advertising. Awesome. So you work with clients one-on-one in corporate gym settings and virtually. How do you keep it all organized? Um, It's tough. I use apps though. Honestly, I'm not a super organized person when it comes to, hey, I have 3,000 folders and boxes in my room. (laughs) I, I just don't do it. I just... I said, you know what? We have technology. We have cloud services. Yeah. So I went ahead and I use trainerize.com. I would suggest people who, even if you just want to get in shape, trainerize.com is awesome because it has uh, thousands, hundreds of thousands of, of qualified trainers on the site. And it's a lot of online coaching. And if anybody has doubts about online coaching, which I also offer, um, they should check it out because it's, it's actually a lot uh, more affordable and you can, mm-hmm. you can get a lot of uh, information just like you would with a trainer. But like I said, it's affordable. Yeah. And it makes it less of a luxury item and more of, Hey, I can actually use it to get healthy. Yeah. Item. Um, yeah. Well, I am super passionate about um, just using a planner in general. I've always done that since I was even a kid. Um, but you're right. We have so many different technologies now from, you know, phones and tablets and computers that all sync together. And, you know, on Facebook messenger now, the other day, my mom sent me a message and she was like, we should hang out on Sunday. And I said, okay, sounds good. So then Facebook pops up this little thing that says, um, schedule your meeting now. And I'm like, that's a little creepy. (laughs) That's awesome. so, yeah, it, it's nice but um yeah there's so many different ways you can stay organized through technology and i know that you said you're just getting started with your um, social media presence and there's a lot of apps that help you manage all of that from one place instead of you know having to log in to every platform and try to figure out who's engaging with you where you can just log into one app and see it all and it just makes your life that screen time doesn't consume your life as much. So yeah, yes. I like that. Yeah, you don't need a bunch of folders. Yes. Don't, don't do all the clutter no. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell me, in your opinion, what is it about you and your business that sets you apart from other personal trainers? 
well, we live in, well, I live in San Diego and I've been living in San Diego for 11 years, minus a couple when I was back home in Alaska, but and San Diego is full of people who are trainers. Uh-huh. If you ask 90% of the people in San Diego, they're going to say that they've trained somebody, even if they're not a trainer. So what I think what sets myself apart, I don't think I know what sets myself apart is just having the, as I stated before, that more formal education. So it's more, you actually know why you're doing something. If you know anatomy such as yourself, you love anatomy too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now you're, you're learning how does the body actually work? Right. Right? And you can cut through all the, the, what I would say fitness BS online or just through even some corporate gyms that I won't name. And cut through all the BS and actually get to what's effective, how the body does things, how it works, and how you can reach your goal. And that's how that's how I teach and that's how uh, I train. Is I like to educate the client as we go, uh, as we're obtaining their goals, um, and it's a safety focus and it's a progressive um, programming style. So instead of taking you to something that you can't do and letting you get hurt. It's what can we do? We start there and then we move forward based on goals. So that's what, that's what I believe sets, sets me apart and sets my business apart is actually knowing how to reach those goals in a safe science-based fashion. I really like how you are focused on your client's goals because you know, I, before I hurt my knee, um, actually it was after I hurt my knee, but before I got to the point where the doctor said no extra exercise for you until you get yourself fixed, um, I would join these programs at the gym and they were like, you have to do exactly what I'm doing. And if you can't keep up, you can leave. Or, you right. know, you, you should go to the back of the room. Not that I ever did, but it's, it was just kind of like as a beginner in these programs, I think people would have stayed longer and maybe for the long haul and actually implemented it into their daily life if they didn't feel like they just couldn't do it. And it was going to take so much work for them to get to a place where they could. Um, I used to do this class every morning before school, um, like my junior and senior year, it was called power flex and we would use really light weights and it was an hour worth of, I would say it's a mixture of Pilates, yoga, and um, reps with the different weights. And these football players came in and they were like, yeah, I'm going to use 50 pounds. And the instructor was like, "Um, sure, use 50 pounds, but you won't be able to make it. And so that to me, I've always remembered that. And if I was the trainer, I would have been like, guys, this is really high rep. I know that normally you can bench, you know, 250 or more, but let's start small instead of just like challenging them to it and then feeling, you know, a huge ego boost when they leave 10 minutes in because even I who could bench quite a bit would use 10 pounds during this class. I know that I'm rambling, but basically how many people have you known and who I've known that go to these classes, they're trying to keep up. And when they realize that they can't, it's embarrassing. So they'd stop going altogether. And that's not healthy. I mean, looking at where your clients are 
and their end goal, like we just talked about a minute ago, and figuring out the different steps that they have to take to get there is so much more impactful than just throwing them into something that's going to hurt them or embarrass them and make it so they don't want to do it again. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you don't want to be, you don't want an environment to be intimidating. And that's, mm -hmm. that's another thing. I, I had a trainer before I even really thought of, hey, I wanted to help people in training. But uh, I had a trainer and it was at a very well-known chain that I'm not going to, once again, I'm not going to name it, um, <laughs> but it's one of the bigger chains. And I had a trainer there and I paid for, I think it was eight sessions. And by the fourth session, I hurt my knee, my right knee, mm. because I have a flat feet and I never understood that, hey, that's most of that is a muscle imbalance, but it, it causes a lot of uh, pressure to the inner knee. And this guy, he didn't do an assessment. He didn't do a goal assessment. And when I mean the first assessment, I mean the physical assessment slash medical assessment. Right. He didn't do any of those things you're required to do by law in most gyms. <laughs> and yeah, he basically, what I noticed is he just gave me a random program. And it was, it was honestly things that you should never be doing in a beginner level. Yeah. Or as stiff I was, as I was. And look what happened. I ended up getting hurt. So for me, that, that pushed me away from the idea of uh, having a personal training being a good idea. I meant more of the route of, oh, you can just kind of figure it out yourself. Yeah. Uh, which isn't really 100% true. Um, but yeah, that was my experience. So that's a good point uh, that you bring up. Well, and I mean, people could figure it out for themselves, but I know personally that most big changes that you want to have happen in your life, like you mentioned earlier, there's all these programs that you can get online that promise, you didn't say this, but they promise magical results for a really low price and yeah. people take them and they get hurt. But for myself, anytime I've seen long lasting change, whether it's through diet or business or, you know, my education in general, I've had to spend a little bit of money and really invest in all of my resources, my time, my energy, my money, and work with someone who could help to guide me because then I was more accountable um, to my goals. If you're not sharing your goals yeah. with someone who are you going to hold yourself accountable? I mean, I'm pretty good about that now, but in the past I, I would start something. And then if I changed my mind in a few weeks, I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted. I would just move on to something else that was going to be the fix or, yeah. you know, and so many right. people are like that. If you just invest that amount of money in your health and your life, you're going to stick to it versus going to the gym and looking at these rows and rows of all these different weights and not really knowing what to do, again, possibly hurting yourself and not going back. So. Right. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. It's uh, the, there's a saying in the industry. It's uh, what is it? The gym owner's favorite, uh, what do you say? Client or um, customer is the one that never comes back to the gym. Yeah. Because most of the time you go to a gym, they're charging you $80 per session, even though you don't know that because it's in a package. Mm -hmm. And they'll convince you to do that. And then they'll stick you with somebody who doesn't really know what they're doing. And you end up getting hurt or you're doing this program for however long. You don't get any results, right? Yeah. Uh, or you have, you know, this, I would call it more of a myth that 
or just an outlook that people have on the gym as, oh, I have to go to a gym to get in shape. No, you don't. You really don't. Or I have to go to the gym to gain muscle. I got to go like two hours a day and eat, you know, 10 metric tons of food to, <laughs> to look better. You know, it's, no, it's not true. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking more from a, a skinny guy's perspective. Right. Um, or it could be the opposite. Hey, I should eat nothing but lettuce and be on the treadmill for six hours. It's, no, you don't have to do that. So that's, that's my whole thing is I want to cut through the BS and, and get to, let's just get the fluff out of the way. Okay. This is how we're going to reach this goal. And the reason we're going to reach this goal is because this is what the science says. So that, I think Mm -hmm. that's the approach you have to have, but the issue is, yes, you can find this information, but the place you're going to find this information for Americans is you're going to find it online. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? You're going to Google it. What are you going to find? You're going to find, well, whoever's website is going to pop up first, that SEO and all that website stuff. Um, It doesn't necessarily mean it'll be the right information, you know? So how do you sift through it? So that's another thing is, and that's why I really, um, I like to preach, you know, if you don't want to be, if you don't want to do one-on-one personal training, because I understand that's more of a luxury thing at least jump on the online thing, find a good, uh, a personal trainer who has a lot of good reviews or can prove to you that, you know, they have science backed, uh, results and things of that sort and use the online coach to not so much be there with you, guiding you, but giving you the proper information, more like a a mentor. Yeah. And an educator for that same accountability, but in your own comfort zone where you don't, you know, I, I love exercising and I like working with personal trainers. I've worked with several. I love playing sports. But the one thing I hate is having somebody in my personal space when I'm sweaty because I'm exercising and there's no way that I'm not going to sweat. So I think it's really cool that you could work with someone virtually and have their guidance and their support, but you're in your own personal space. There's nobody around you to, you know, get in your way or to get in your head. Um, I I think that's a really great option. And I love that with the evolution of technology, you can even have personal trainers in your pocket basically because they're on your cell phone. Yeah. You know, this, the equivalent of, uh, whatever app you want to use, but FaceTiming or Skyping. I mean, you can literally as a, it coming from a trainer's perspective and it's something I would love to venture into is, is, uh, more of the group training via, Skype or FaceTime or something the equivalent to that. Um, I mean, I think it's just such an awesome thing because you can still see the mistakes the client is making, you know, Mm -hmm. you call it a mistake on form or things like that and you can correct it. Right. Um, And that's going to make a big difference in people's lives and it's way more affordable. That's yeah. And that's what I keep coming back to is it's more affordable because I understand it's, it's a uh, very expensive to pay for a trainer. And like we said, in the climate today is it's going to be a lot more logical to go, okay, well, if I can still improve my health, uh, it's, it's more logical to use online trainers and it's better for the trainer to use online too. Cause then you reach more people, you help more right. people. If that's the viewpoint you're coming from Well, uh, really- as an entrepreneur, you might be coming from, Hey, I'm getting more leads whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah. Um, 
I really like that you take all of that into consideration, not just the science and understanding people's goals and where they are, but what can they afford and how can you affect their lives, you know, on a larger scale, not just um, face to face, but the virtual. I really like that you've opened yourself up to that option um, because some people probably wouldn't. And it's just taking another step into your your entrepreneur journey. And I just really like that about you, that you're bold enough to make those choices and go after it. And I will definitely um, add your link to your personal trainer site um, on the blog post. But do you think that I've left anything out or is there anything else that you would like to say before we give our listeners um, access to finding you on social media? Um, well, I'm going to say you're looking for a trainer and you're in the San Diego area or even not via online, you can reach me. If you don't want to reach me, that's okay. I would suggest though, if you're thinking right now or any point in your life, Hey, I don't feel good. I, I have pain. I have uh, fogginess of the brain, you know, any of those, those typical things or, Hey, I know I need to change my diet. I know I need to exercise, but where do I start? Right. I'm going to suggest to you today. Just start just start. That's, that's the biggest thing because taking care of your health is going to be the biggest step I believe you can make in your life because once you feel good and you're operating correctly, now you can actually accomplish the, uh, the task that life is. It's because life is a never ending task <laughs> and you can either enjoy it because you have energy to do it or you can be miserable and hate it because you feel like shit. So. I'm going to say take that leap today. That's, <laughs> I know I sound a little bit uh, um, tele-evangelist, but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I'm serious. So it's, it's a big step in life. It really is. I fully agree. How can you expect to do anything in your life to your, to, to your best potential or live life to the fullest if you can't even get out of bed without thinking, I need another night's sleep before I see the world? Um, I, yeah totally get that. And I love that we're both, um, both of us have this vision of serving others and making their life easier through me with essential oils and holistic health and you with your fitness and listening to your body and helping people set goals and being a health coach. Um, we really kind of speak the same language with that. And I think that they're both required. You know, you have to have that holistic lifestyle and be aware of your body. Um, not that you have to have a holistic lifestyle to be um, one of your personal trainer clients, but I feel that the whole body encompasses making sure you're not taking in toxins and being mindful of how you're moving. So um, I really like everything that you've shared. I think it totally relates to what we share on Apothecala about just being aware, setting goals, starting now, um, and so the podcast is almost over and I want our listeners to know where they can find you, um, on social media and how to book you as a trainer on Trainerize. Trainerize. Yes. Okay. All right. So you can find me on Instagram at move simple one, two, three. That's all lowercase. Or you can find me on Facebook at the, the handle on the, uh, the link address. And you can find me on Trainerize. It's it's a, it's really long, so I won't say it. But you can uh, click it once it's posted on this this uh, 
Yeah, I'll definitely link it in the show notes. And so Facebook and Instagram are both um, move simple one, two, three. Yep. Move simple one, two, three. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, I'll definitely make sure to link you up. I'll put a little bit about your bio on the show notes on the blog. And thank you so much for joining me. I'm looking forward to working with you soon. I know you said the other weekend that once my knee is better, you will help me with my personal goals. Um, And for all of you listening, make sure to follow Arion on Instagram and sign up for your session with him on his website. This has been an amazing episode. And until next time, be well. To learn more about me between episodes, find me at apothecala.co. That's A-P-O-T-H-E-K-A-Y-L-A dot C-O. You can also connect with me on social media at Apothecala on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let me know if you have any questions by filling out the contact form on the blog. And until we meet again, be well.